A really warm welcome to the latest Riverview podcast, all the way from Clear here in London. And in this very special podcast, after our summer recess, we are talking about all things river cruising on the beautiful Seine River in France. Now, the river is, of course, famous for flowing through Paris and the amazing sights as you sail through Paris on the Seine. But there's much more to that river than you would have thought. And we'll be discussing that with some experts on this podcast. Remember, you can always listen back to some of our previous podcasts by simply heading to the clear website at cruising.org. Enjoy our discussion on the River Seine and we'll see you very soon. Now, for those who've not been to France or river cruised on the Seine, it really is a tremendous area of Europe to explore. So let's set the scene now. Let's have a look at the general river uh, environment and experience by asking Jean-Marie to join us, as it says there. He is from Uniworld Boutique River Cruises. So good morning, Jean-Marie. Bonjour to it. <laughs> Bonjour. Thank Bonjour you very to much. Everyone. Thank you for inviting me on that session. Yeah. We have you in picture as well. Thank you very much indeed for giving up your time this morning. Um, for those who've never been on the Seine before, uh, what is the overall experience like? I, I, I will start by describing probably the uh, the embarkation day and this first slide that you are showing, which is uh, really beautiful. That's the view from one of the most magic uh, bridges in uh, in Paris. It's called the Pont Mirabeau. Uh, and if I have one word to describe the Seine River, probably it would be romantic. Uh, and uh, when you embark the, uh, the ship for this uh, cruise on the Seine River, your ship is docked not too far from this bridge actually and not too far from the uh, the Eiffel Tower um, and uh, the uh, river and the banks of the river in Paris are known for being very romantic uh, there are probably uh, over 35 bridges spanning the river inside Paris um, and and one of the first things you want to do um, on that afternoon when you embark is probably walk along the riverbanks, uh, discover the magic of uh, of Paris. The banks, and Paris, uh, you know, is being transformed uh, recently. Paris is aiming at welcoming the Olympic Games in 2024, and Paris is improving, Paris is changing. Uh, so it's a wonderful, first of all, it's one of the highlights of your cruise is Paris, uh, the capital city uh, in France, and uh, later on discovering the uh, you know all the landscapes uh, from the river. Romantic is one uh, adjective I would use. Uh, another uh, word probably is a source of inspiration, uh, because the river has been the source of inspiration for many artists um, that we will discover uh, along the way in some of the ports. Um, and that cruise is really uh, magic. So so from so for those who don't know the river experience, so from Paris, so embarkation is, is generally in Paris, the river then flows north. So along the that river, route... Yeah, the river flows northwest uh to the uh to the channel. Um, from Paris probably the most important port will be Rouen which is the capital city of Normandy, but you will discover uh, small villages as well, like uh, Giverny. You've got a, a new port uh, open recently that is called uh, La Roche-Guillon. Uh, Giverny, the village of Giverny, is discovered from the port of Vernon. Um, other ports as well, codebec encore Honfleur in the uh, delta of the Seine River, all, all 
are uh, very uh, beautiful ports with their own uh, character and their own specificity. And, and most of those river cruises tend to be seven nights, is that correct, from Paris? And then do they return back to Paris? Yes, that is one of the specificities of, of that itinerary, is that um, the um, itinerary is, um, you can discover that river in seven nights, yes. Embarking in Paris, disembarking in Paris. And uh, again, one of the sites that you will see, one of the magic sites that I that I love, embarking or disembarking, you're going to um, sail to that bridge, uh, and you're going to see, uh, you know, the Eiffel Tower in the distance, and as well the the Statue of the Liberty in the middle of the river on that uh, hill called uh, Ile de Grenelle, uh, you will see the, the, the magic view of the Statue of the Liberty and the uh, Eiffel Tower in the, dis in the, in the distance. So it's really uh, the, uh, the, 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 the magic view of, uh, of, with many others on, the, on that item. Just, just in terms of guest feedback, so, so you've mentioned Paris being an iconic part of that river cruise, of course, and presumably most guests remember their time in Paris very fondly, but are there other highlights or other things that guests remark? Yes, I think uh, this itinerary is uh, remarkable because um, of the value. Uh, in terms of travel, you will have included um, in this program some of the most uh, iconic sites um, in France. Uh, for example, in Paris, of course, if you take the one-hour cruise, uh, departing from the Eiffel Tower, you will discover uh, Musée du Louvre, you will discover uh, Notre Dame de Paris, the cathedral. Um, you have the opportunity to uh, see um, uh, Versailles from one of the ports. You can go and discover Versailles, um, Louis XIV's history, um, Chateau de Rueil, Malmaison, which is Napoleon history. Uh, you will uh, visit the gardens of Giverny. So some of the most iconic uh, sites on this uh, on this program. And just quickly before we ask some of our other experts to join us, but just quickly in terms of that river going going through Paris, um, are some of those most iconic buildings uh, viewable from the river, or are they tucked away and sometimes a, a coach or a walking tour is required? Because I because obviously the Eiffel Tower is very easily visible from from river yeah. cruising, but are some of the other places. No, I would say the the history of Paris is linked with the uh, with the river, uh, and the uh, the riverbanks are UNESCO World Heritage. Um, and um, I would say you know the cruise, the heart of Paris cruise is one of the uh, five things you have to do while you visit Paris, uh, and most of those uh, buildings. Buildings are, are visible. Uh, Musée d'Orsay, uh, again, cathedral. You can see the uh, Petit Palais, the Grand Palais, uh, and of course, all the, all the bridges uh, spanning the river. So, uh, definitely, um, yeah, cruising the heart of Paris is one of the uh, best way to enjoy the city. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much indeed for that. Let, let's bring our other experts in, if we may. They are Lucia from Arosa. There we go. Jamie from Amber Waterways and John from Quasi Europe. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much indeed for joining us this morning. Good morning. Um, morning. 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 
Lucia, I'm going to start with you, if that's okay. We've talked a little bit about Paris, but from your perspective, Paris must be a really important part of this Seine River experience. How, how, how do your guests sort of discover the city and enjoy the city? Thank you, Andy, and uh, good morning, everyone. Well, Paris, the city of light, the city of love, and everybody's drawn to it invariably, and everybody should be drawn to it at least once in their lives. And uh, the lovely thing, um, I think from our perspective is that Paris is a city for everyone and uh, it is uh, a rather remarkable thing for a destination as superb as that to speak the same language uh, to so many generations. Arosa obviously uh, defines itself uh, um, amongst many other things um, like flexibility and, and lots of variety of choice but if we define ourselves uh, also um, for our multi-generational and family approach and you know um, you can't really find a better place uh, to start uh, and end a river cruise than Paris with everybody and everyone having a really fun time. Um, we obviously um, link Paris um, with Disney, um, it's, it's something that uh, might not come to mind at first sight um, but Jean-Marie um, so eloquently described um, the very traditional Paris, which obviously has an appeal to everyone and everybody should do those five, those top, the, those ten top things. However, when you have a whole uh, uh, family in tow, then, uh, you know, the, the kids might be uh, inherently drawn to something like Disneyland Paris. And it's um, a perfect way, obviously, to combine um, either before or after the cruise, um, you know, a, a Disneyland stay um, is, is lending itself very, very, very well. So uh, we do that as well with Eurostar because uh, don't forget um, Paris, the Seine, France in general, but particularly the entry into uh, uh, the Seine uh, itinerary lends itself very, very well to traveling by rail. Um, yeah. So we accessible from the UK, um, no need for airports and for long queues. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm recommending this to everybody who's, who's, who's thinking about organizing a trip for their guests. Thanks, Lucia. Yeah, it is a great way to get to Paris, a really easy, convenient way to do that. Um, John, um, we're going to go to some of your updates about your products specifically on the Seine in a moment. Before we do that, John, I know that you've recently done the whole Seine experience. So do you have any particular memories or particular parts that you really enjoyed or that surprised? Uh, a number of ones really. Um, we offer um, on the first night, we're a little bit different, some of our cruises go Paris en fleur or en fleur Paris on, on an open jaw basis. Okay. So um, so we have a slightly longer time on the river than getting than getting back to Paris in the same time frame. Um, but on the time that you're in Paris, be that the start or the beginning, um, our ships are built with very low drafts so we can actually sail in Paris. So we at night time sail past the Eiffel Tower and into the centre of Paris as far as the water will allow and the bridges will allow, uh, which is a quite stunning thing to see when you're that close to the Eiffel Tower lit up. Um, so that was a real um, uh, high point. Uh, and then on the river itself, uh, I think Jean-Marie summed it very well. It's a very romantic river. It's a very scenic river. Um, so obviously making our way up towards Enfleur, and I know we're going to cover off the various points along the river, um, it, 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 especially as you got uh, further towards Enfleur, it really opened up into beautiful scenery, um, the curves in the river, um, it was just somewhere to, to, to be up on the top deck um, with, a, with, a, with a, a nice cold beer and watch the world go by. It was beautiful in that respect. It really, really stuck in my mind. And the last thing for me was obviously Enfleur, 
um, which again I know we'll talk about in more detail, but it's a beautiful port up on the coast uh, and sailing into the middle of that, again, because of the low draft we have uh, was quite spectacular. So yeah, a, a really good memory um, uh, of that trip. And very scenic, as you say, and, yeah. and beautiful countryside as you get out of Paris, I know. Jamie, let's come to you for some key facts uh, just quickly in terms of your season. So is this a year-round river destination or is it particularly for summer? Um, so the season um, operates from March through to November. Um, and I think the, the, the weather that's experienced in that part of the world actually really lends itself to cruising during the, the summer months and actually interestingly certain places it's too hot to explore during those summer months so maybe places a little bit further south in in france like the rhone you know exploring in august can sometimes be a little bit hotter than, than we would like but because the, the 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 weather is a bit more um uh british i would say that means that it's a bit cooler to explore we do lots of cycling sh uh, shore excursions as an example so that makes those a lot more accessible the same with any hiking that we're doing um, and i think it also reflects on the beautiful landscape green rolling hills you know it is reminiscent of 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 Britain, which is lovely, you know. So certainly, um, I would say the, the cruising season, March through November, is uh, is where it's focused. But the summer months, in particular, are beautiful. Good stuff. Thank you very much indeed. Right, let's move to our product presentation. So I know that you've each been given three minutes by. I mean, it wasn't my choice. It was Adele demanding that we stick to three minutes. So stick to three minutes, we shall. So we'll start with Lucia. So why don't you take us through some of the arrows to detail? Thank you, Andy. And uh, do feel free to tell me when my three minutes are up because it's very easy to, to get lost in descriptions and uh, once you imagine yourself back on board and this is what I'm, I'm going to try to do. Arosa um, has been uh, one of the leading river cruise operators for over 20 years now and uh, we have a lot of experience in European destinations because we do Europe only so we, we take great pride in, in showing our guests uh, you know, the destination in great detail to, to, to going very very local and, and at the same time though showing lots and lots of flexibility so Arosa is all about uh, really you know the flexible style in river cruising from the very beginning when we set up the company we knew that we wanted to create something different which is why obviously cruising differently now I know um, many companies pride themselves and uh, actually you know I'm very pleased to say that what I've seen happening in river cruising over the last 20 years has been fantastic because literally there is a river cruise now for everyone uh, out there and and Europe is particularly lucky to have you know this vast variety of of, of river cruising um, with Arosa everything is included uh, except the shore excursions because as I said we pride ourselves to take the guests very deep into the into the heart of the destination so everybody is free to choose on board but everything else it's a premium all inclusive product very very flexible which is why we lend ourselves very well to multi generational and family. Um, what we do very, very well is, you know, offering our guests a full choice uh, of whatever they want to do. They are not, there are no set meal times. There are no, you know, set uh, uh, tables for our guests. There's a huge choice of, of uh, buffet meals as well as a la carte restaurants. And uh, uh, I would just like to point out that uh, in just in case that you, uh, you know, didn't associate, like I said in the beginning, river cruises with family holidays and with multigen, you might not necessarily associate it with a lot of entertainment. But we are quite renowned to be the 
fun kid on the block in this respect. We have a stage on every one of our ships. There is a DJ, there is a DJ booth, there is lots of dancing, as many of you might remember from our many events and in collaboration with CLIA. And thank you very much to Andy and his team for um, always, always, uh, always including and onto those. Um, there, there's a high-quality product, but that is completely without any of the stiffness or any of the um, boundaries that you would maybe associate with the old river cruise style. Um, and uh, what what we also do very well is obviously being active. Active on the river is something that, uh, again, maybe not many people are would would be would be associating with. But all of us now, and we're, uh, again on the Seine, you know, we have the bikes on board. Uh, they are actually e-bikes as well. So you know, destinations are accessible in a very active way. But also while being on board, you know, there's yoga, there's Pilates on the sun deck, there's uh, everything going around for everyone. So I see that my three minutes, I think, are probably up because <laughs> the presentation has go gone back to, to the home screen. I hope that I've given you a good enough uh, uh, insight into our brand. And uh, yes, um, everybody, you know, enjoy because there's there's lot there's lot to come. You know, in, in in the next years, from all of us, so we can't wait to welcome you on board. Thank you. Thank you. Beautifully done, Lucia. As I would expect, <laughs> um, we're going to move on to Jamie. Good morning, Jamie, and you. Your three minutes shall start right now. Thanks, Andy. Um, so for those of you that, that don't know Amal Waterways, we are a luxury river cruise line. Um, we uh, actually in the in the most recent uh, Burlitz Guide to River Cruising, Amal Waterways ships occupy 10 of the top 16 spots, six of the top 10 spots and all three of the top three spots. So that kind of shows you uh, the level that we're operating. It's very much a relaxed luxury. Um, I, I'm going to concentrate particularly on our ships on the, on the Seine. Um, so due to the increased popularity of the Seine in recent years, uh, we now operate two ships and we've introduced a new IT for 2021 as well. So the Amalira sells our seven-night Paris and Normandy Paris round trip, and that's perfect for guests interested in, you know, medieval Gothic arch architecture, the art, um, war history. Uh, we also have the Amadante. Uh, she sells our seven-night Impressions of the Seine itinerary, and that's a Paris to La Havre itinerary. So it's Paris to La Havre or La Havre Paris. Um, that operates at, at a slower pace, and we're only covering uh, half of the distance, obviously. A uh, great for those interested in food and gardens. Lots of overnight stops in small French towns. So the two ships sister ships. Their, their layout is absolutely identical, but they both have their unique decor. They sail with a, a maximum of 144 guests, and the majority of our accommodation uh, features French balcony and our suite has got to 255 square feet. All of the accommodation features um, luxurious bedding, robes, slippers, TV on demand, a nightly turndown service, and the ships also have a number of staterooms dedicated to solo travellers, um, and they feature no single supplements, so they're obviously very popular. Um, in terms of dining, that's a big part of, of what what we offer. We're actually a member of Le Chandrosseteur, which is a French gastronomic society. So you can imagine that the food is incredible on board. It's all locally sourced, locally sourced food and wine, lots of delicious cuisine of the region. Um, we also cater for all different types of dietary requirements as well. We have a choice of dining um, in our main dining room where we serve breakfast, lunch and dinner, and that's a la carte. Um, we also have our chef's table alternate dining restaurant that serves a seven course tasting menu with matched wines and everyone can dine in there um, um, as they wish. It's uh, You just have to go on board and speak to the maitre d' to organise. We offer unlimited beer and wine with lunch and dinner and a sip and sell cocktail hour as well. Um, we focus very much on food and wine and we do operate a number of wine cruises each season. So that's something for those real wine connoisseurs, um, an enhancement of our already fantastic food and wine. Um, for those people that do overindulge, we have 
a wellness host on board every departure. So you can do Pilates, yoga, stretching on deck. Um, and the shore excursions are also a big part of what we are what we offer. And we offer hiking and biking for those people that have overindulged on all the amazing food of the region. Um, we have a choice of up to four shore excursions in each port of call. Um, so in Rouen, as an example, you can visit the medieval quarter, which is what a lot of people want to do. But you could also do our Taste of Normandy tour where you can eat the local chocolate, um, uh, the local cheese and the cider. Um, and um, we're also very flexible in what we offer. So we offer cruise only, flights and transfers. You can buy with rail and we have pre and post cruise stays as well. So we give an incredibly personalised experience um, to every single one of our guests. Well done, Jamie. Thank you very much indeed uh, for that insight. Uh, we're going to move to John now. John, over to you. Thank you. Um, Good morning. For those who uh, don't know Cause of Europe, we're obviously uh, a French company, um, funny enough, as we're saying on one of the, the major rivers in France. Um, uniquely proud of that fact. Um, we obviously are Europe's largest river cruise company with 55 ships. Um, on the same, we have three. And for those who don't know, we are all inclusive on board um, for um, drinks. Um, but we don't include excursions. We allow customers to make choices there because um, customers tell us they, they like to pick and choose and sometimes head off to do their, their own thing. The three ships we have, the Renoir is our premium ship. Um, she's 54 cabins uh, in size. Um, and um, this is the ship that I was lucky enough to sail on um, when we uh, when we sailed the Seine in 2018. We also have two standard ships, um, slightly bigger, which is the Seine Princess, um, which is um, 67 cabins in size, and our biggest ship, the Botticelli, which is 75. On the Seine, because we have three ships, we operate a wide range of itineraries. Uh, we do have the traditional Paris-Paris, uh, but as I mentioned earlier, we also have Paris on Fleur and then Enfleur Paris and we obviously uh, include transportation back to Paris or up to Enfleur for those who travel into Paris because similar to what Lucia was saying we are seeing an increase in people using um, the Eurostar. Our shortest duration is just three nights. Um, we start cruising early March and we cruise right through to nearly Christmas um, and those three nights is actually effectively um, a, a floating hotel in Paris. We do some night cruising in Paris. This is hugely popular um, as a, literally a floating hotel in the centre of Paris on the river um, to then go and see all the, uh, the major sites that have been described uh, earlier on. Um, we also do uh, a number of cruises in, with the Impressionists, um, which was mentioned earlier, um, taking in all of obviously uh, Monet and all of the, the, the Impressionists and, and Rouen as well. Um, and then we also do um, a, a, a Normandy, uh, if you like, a deep dive into, into Normandy, um, which heads up to the coast to the uh, Cote Fleury. Um, probably pronounced that wrong, but I do apologise for the Cote Fleury. And um, so we have a really wide range of product. I mentioned earlier, uh, as you can see from that photograph there, we have a very low draft on the ship, which allows us to sail. Um, really unique point for us, sail right through the um, uh, parts of Paris and then on Fleur right into the harbour of Enfleur, which I thoroughly recommend as a spectacular entry uh, into to that area. So um, similar to others, we don't tend to focus on things like wellness. Uh, we very much focus on food, um, award-winning French cuisine. Trust me, you'll need to diet before you come on, a, on one of our cruises. Um, and also very much on the itineraries themselves. Excursions, we offer classic excursions, which are, uh, as they suggest, things like city tours. But we also have a wide range of discovery um, excursions where you can do things like Jeep safaris in uh, on, on other rivers. And then on, on this river, you can go off on cycling tours and stuff like that. So uh, a real wide, wide range of products. Very 
very much about the service, the itinerary and the food. Um, and as I said, being, being French, the same river is a vital and very proud part of what we do. Uh, so I'd encourage anybody to come and join us uh, and sail such a magnificent river. Thank you very much indeed, John. Uh, much appreciated. We will do our final product presentation now. So Jean-Marie, it's over to you for Uniworld. Um, yes, I would like to introduce um, our ship, uh, Uniworld ship on the Seine River. Uh, she's called uh, the SS Joie de Vivre, super ship Joie de Vivre. It was inaugurated, she was inaugurated in 2017. And the style can be defined as uniquely boutique with a super yacht Designed. It is brightly colored, chic, and sophisticated. It features uh, handcrafted furniture, fine antiques, original artwork, and signature accents uh, inspired by 20th century Parisian design from the golden 20s. Our ship brings the joy of living, the joie de vivre mood, to the Seine River. Uh, the ship offers uh, 54 staterooms. The capacity is 128 guests, uh, eight suites, two grand suites, um, and staterooms of three categories, classic, French balcony, balcony and deluxe French balcony. One of our strengths and one of our uh, assets as Uniworld is the uh, the crew. Uh, 54 crew members uh, serve the, um, the, the, the the clients, our guests, including one sommelier, a butler, and probably a key member of the team, the executive chef, uh, Frédéric. He's French. He's been leading the chef's team since the opening of the ship. Frédéric is uh, familiar uh, with all the fresh food markets along the river. He can source the fresh Precious cheeses, fish, uh, and vegetables. Um, we have the uh, regular main uh, dining room on the ship, uh, but I would like to put the focus probably on two uh, additional venues. Um, one is called the Bistro, and that, that is the ship-own uh, Parisian-style sidewalk cafe located on the main deck. Uh, the outlet serves classic French cuisine, probably the best onion soup and croque-monsieur on the Seine River. And the other outlet is called Cave des Vins, that is the cooking class venue where lovers of French food and wine can experience uh, an exclusive event um, in the onboard show kitchen. Uh, the capacity is 10 guests, it's open every night, and under the chef's uh, help with and guidance, the guests prepare their own five-course dinner that is then paired with a uh, specific wine selected by the sommelier. Um, our itineraries are uh, all included. We generally offer three choices of tours um, um, in each port. And on that itinerary, Paris and Normandy, we uh, offer what we call active tours. Uh, for example, a bike ride from Vernon to the village of Giverny. Um, we offer as well included uh, a choice of um, golf, golfing uh, in the beautiful uh, golf course, marine golf course of Etretat, uh, 45 minutes away from the port of Codebec. Um, and those are the experiences we uh, offer to uh, to our cl clients on the on this program. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you everyone for giving us um, that update an insight into your uh, products. Uh, we're going to move to that uh, river experience, so some of those key places and destinations along the river that some of those guests will enjoy. Uh, right, we've spoken a little bit about Paris, so I'm going to move on from Paris because we've embarked our river cruise and we have sailed. Uh, so Jean-Marie, why don't you tell us a little bit about, and I'm not going to pronounce this properly, I do apologise, <laughs> Giverny. 
So Giverny, yes, um, I would say the, the, the Seine River is the cradle of Impressionism, you know, this art movement that was created in the um, end of the 19th, beginning of the 20th century, and Claude Monet is really the creator of that, of that movement. Cl Claude Monet created, painted the first um, Impressionist uh, painting that is called Sunrise, uh, impression of sunrise. Um, he settled in. A, he bought a property in this uh, small village of uh, Giverny, and as everybody knows, uh, Monet was obsessed with the uh, flowers. He created his own garden uh, together with uh, with a pond. He was obsessed with painting nymphaeas. I hope I pronounce nenuphar, the nymphaeas, and he probably painted uh, more than uh, 200 versions uh, of those nymphaeas. And this uh, specific pond that you can see here, uh, he painted them at uh, different times of the day, um, different um, seasons of the year. And uh, those huge, there are eight huge paintings uh, that are exhibited in the uh, Musée de l'Orangerie in Paris. Uh, and that's one of the, um, one of the uh, possibilities, opportunities that uh, guests have after visiting the garden, which is all about flowers and, and the flower beds and, and uh, the uh, magic of this, uh, you know, going back into Monet's painting. That is really the, uh, the, the, the impression of that day and of that experience. Thank you. So this is an opportunity to visit the Monet house and one of his gardens. Is that right? That's what- Absolutely, absolutely. It's very, far, it's very close uh, to the port. Uh, this is visited this, uh, uh, the gardens are visited from the port of Vernon. Uh, we offer uh, for, um, we offer a beautiful bike ride. It's, uh, it's not very long. It's probably uh, um, half an hour riding in the countryside uh, to the small village of, of Giverny and entering the, the, the garden at Claude Monet's uh, property. And good. Thank you very much indeed. Let's Let's carry on on our river cruise uh, to Lay Andelay. Who wants to tell me all about the experience here? Andelay is an absolutely fantastic, lovely place. But I just wanted, in terms of you know the European river cruise prospects, you know, to show you how amazing the links between, particularly you know, in those middle age time, because. Uh, um, Les Andelis is very much linked to um, Richard Li the Lionheart and, uh, you know, um, only, you know, a, 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 a little jump, you know, on another river on the Danube uh, in, in, in Dürnstein, you know, on, on one of our cruises where we, again, you know, all of us cruise, you know, there's another castle um, where Richard the Lionheart actually was held prisoner and, but here he is in Les Andelis, um, a little, a little uh, bit of time, uh, you know, after after he was held a prisoner, and but he was controlling this 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 amazing chateau. It's, an, it's a chateau called uh, Chateau Gaillard, and uh, his uh, his he, he, what he was doing there, he was obviously um, guarding, um, you know, against the advancing enemy. Which, funnily enough, the enemies uh, were the French. Uh, you know, which were moving nicely through through the valley of, of the Seine, but but he was there with his army uh, guarding against them. So um, Les Andelis is is a a, a beautiful uh, uh, place where uh, yet again one can get 
completely lost in history and discover these amazing links, you know, that Euro European history um, has offered at every step. So I, I, that, that's what the only reason which I wanted to jump in. That's great, Lucia. Thank you very much indeed. We're going to jump, as we have done, to Rouen, which is a city both Adele and I have visited quite a lot, actually. So, John, why don't you tell us a bit about Rouen? Well, I think the key thing, obviously, is the, the, the capital of Normandy. So in terms of history and gastronomy and food and, and thing, but, but most people associate Rouen, obviously, with Joan of Arc um, and, and, and the history of her role uh, in there and obviously where she, uh, in, in, in Rouen, where she, she was a, a major player in, in the history. So part, a lot of what you'll see there is, as you tour the city, is, is about Joan of Arc and her story. Um, obviously, there's a superb uh, cathedral, uh, Notre Dame, uh, which, which is fantastic to, to, to visit. Um, and then obviously there's the, the, the build, some of the buildings, the medieval buildings, um, which are, are, are still in some, to some degree intact, are wonderful to see. And there's the famous clock, um, which is a medieval clock um, above one of the, the gateways to the city, which again is a, many of you won't realize you've seen the photograph, but when you see the photograph, you realize that you, you have seen this before, probably in history lessons or uh, um, in, in, in your education. So it's a real deep dive into, into Normandy history and into obviously uh, degrees of French history. So Rouen is a, is a lovely place to see. Yeah, absolutely. And actually on Rouen, it's a really walkable city. So there's, yeah. there's a really old part of that town, which is really walkable. And as you say, some great sights to see as you go through. Uh, we're moving on to one of our favourite subjects, which is alcohol, of course. Uh, Lucia, do you, uh, let's talk about the Calvados distilleries. Well, uh, France is also the city of uh, everybody who loves food and, um, well, wine, Calvados, cognac, uh, champagne, you name it. And it would be really a mess for, um, you know, us as as experts in 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 um, the, the, in France as a destination and the Seine as a as a as a river not to take uh, our guests. Uh, again into the heart of the destination and uh, um, these distilleries are uh, the interesting thing about them is um, that they are all family owned uh, which is lovely because you know you can go you can visit you can see uh, the process of Calvados is being is being produced uh, and how the distillery works and of course you know uh, at, at the end of it all you are being rewarded for your attention uh, with a tasting uh, session which uh, is is usually a very jolly affair and the family um, themselves are conducting this and and explaining about their business that usually is going over centuries and how they wither you know all all the challenges. Um, so I I would thoroughly rec recommend this because uh, yet again you see a part um, of of the destination that uh, would would otherwise uh, not be easily explored. So um, uh, this this is one of the that's an absolute must and very popular. Love a drop of powder dust. Thank you very much for that. We're going to jump to Honfleur, which is another beautiful destination. Jean-Marie, thank you for coming back to us. I think we lost you for a moment there. But Jamie, do you um, tell us a little bit about this beautiful place? So it's a wonderful um, port town. Um, it's a, it's a beautiful part of uh, of, of, of the of the the, uh, the the region of Normandy. Um, very famous for for its apples, uh, apple cider, the Calvados. Um, we do um, some beautiful cheese tastings there as well, and it's actually um, the jumping off point as well for La Havre, which again is another um, beautiful um, fishing town. Um, from here, actually, I think a lot of us would go to the Normandy beaches. Um, we offer the uh, both the U.S. and the Canadian and the um, British Normandy beaches. So whether that 
that the Omaha or the Golden Juno beaches as well. So you know, it's it's a great part of the uh, it's great part of the experience um, and and a, a real jumping off point for uh, for for the Normandy beaches as well. Yeah, and those those beaches obviously of interest to people not just with military history but also for many people who who may have lost relatives etc. So uh, we're going to jump actually to Mont Saint Michel, Jamie, so that you can talk a little bit um, about that if you please. Thank you. Yeah, so we um, we offer a four night um, extension, a pre or a post cruise extension on our uh, La Havre Paris itinerary, um, and we we spend um, three nights um, in Saint Malo, which is a, a pirate town. Um, we stay inside the city walls, and that's the jumping off point for us to visit Mont Saint Michel, which is as you can see iconic. It's I think it's the third most visited site in France. Um, it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site, and you can see um, it's a, a, a fortified abbey um, with 1,300 years of history, and it's linked by this causeway. Um, and and it's famous that that causeway historically was the only way that you get to Mont Saint Michel, and the tide comes in as fast as galloping horses, apparently. So I'm told. Um, so that's a, a great a great part of the extension that we offer. The, the other um, real benefit of the extensions um, and any land programs that we offer as Amal Waterways is you're accompanied by your cruise manager. So they're there to assist and guide uh, and ensure that all of all of the guests are looked after. Um, we also visit Dinard, which is a beautiful seaside town. I think there was a picture um, a couple of slides back, as well as uh, Dinan, which is, again, another beautiful medieval village. And it's it's nice that Mont-Saint-Michel uh, Mont and that region is Brittany, which is a nice complement to Normandy, which is obviously where the bulk of the Senn itineraries run through. Good stuff. Thank you very much indeed. They are all beautiful places. I've been lucky to spend some time around there. They are absolutely stunning. Uh, Jean-Marie, just, just quickly, we, we've spoken about a lot of those iconic places on the river. Are there any that you particularly are fond of that are your own favourite? Well, I was mentioning about uh, Etretat, actually. Um, it is um, located um, 45 minutes away from the from Honfleur. Um, and those are really the um, one of the scenes of the of the paintings of Claude Monet as well you know those white cliff uh, those white cliffs are very impressive there are great gardens uh, there on one side there is the uh, um, the needle eye you know this this small hole uh, on the cliff itself it's really uh, uh, really impressive yeah and maybe I could uh, introduce as well uh, from Codebec en Caux there is a uh, an abbey that we visit. Um, I think one of the greatest uh, things you remember about your holidays in general is not only the sites you visit, but the people you meet. And uh, there is a friar there who is called uh, Frère uh, Lucien. The abbey was the community of the Benedict uh, monks was created in the seventh uh, century. Uh, and still today, this silent communi uh, community of monks live together, uh, keeps the ground uh, and, and uh, Frère Lucien is, belongs to that community, but he's really talkative. He loves to welcome people. Uh, he loves to show uh, and to explain that the abbey was destroyed three times, once by the Vikings, once by the, uh, during the revolution. He explains all the history. They craft, uh, now they brew beer, uh, which is really excellent, and you get to taste uh, the beer. So that's probably one of the, 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 the most magic encounters uh, you can have on the, on the river, meeting the monks at the Abbey of saint Vendry uh, in Normandy. Sounds amazing. Thank you. And you're right, it is very much about the people you meet along the way, as well as those amazing attractions. And I hope that what we've shown you by visiting some of those attractions, albeit virtually, 
that uh, the river has so many opportunities for some great experiences. Um, Adele, I'm going to ask you to jump in now to see if we have any questions from our federal agent audience. I had one question from Paula, um, and you did mention that you had a certain time frame of when um, cruises on the Seine take place, but she's asking when's the best time of year to visit Paris and the Seine? John, why don't you take us initially? I know you have a slightly longer season than some others on that river. Yes, I think, um, as I said, the the when we do the short Paris only excursion, they are um, basically March through to early part of April and then November through to December. So if you really want to focus on the Paris area, uh, that's a great way to do it. And you can obviously then extend uh, your stay in, in, in Paris. Um, I actually sailed the river in November after the clear conference. And uh, whilst it was, it has to be said, a little chilly, it was a fantastic time. It was beautiful weather, sun was out and the scenery was fantastic. Um, but I really personally think it's probably the whole season is good. It just depends. Um, I think Jamie alluded to earlier that the weather can be hot there without question, but it's not as hot as it is in the south of France. Um, and so it's, it's, it's unless you're you know, actively looking to, 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 to um, have very hot weather, um, there's a pretty good time. I mean, obviously June, very much high season, uh, September high season, um, but the river's pretty accessible and, and, and very enjoyable year round, as far as I can see. Just, just a second about, <laughs> sorry, Andy, um, you know, something that is easily, um, you know, kind of forgotten about, uh, and, and John very, very rightly put, is you know it, it is a river and a destination for all seasons but being the city of lights you know it is worth seeing it around christmas time and around new year as well i mean it is just stunning and not many people necessarily associate i know that you know we all have our christmas markets and our uh, festive season cruises around you know the german uh, and, and the Orient uh, river cruise destinations however you know don't disregard uh, paris uh, uh, and 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 its beauty because when it's illuminated you know for the festive season it is just a wonderful you know, to behold. So just, you know, my 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 one uh, you know, contribution to the seasonality of it. Thanks, Lucia. Uh, Jean-Marie? Yes, my uh, favorite, uh, I would say, that would be spring. Uh, remember Normandy, remember uh, the, the flowers, remember the, um, Lucia presented the uh, apple culture and the uh, the apple orchards. I would say the um, apple trees blossom in April uh, are comparable to the cherry tree blossoms in Japan. I would say really uh, amazing, beautiful pictures. And for me, that would be the period that I would recommend not to miss. But I absolutely agree that uh, any period, the, 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 the river is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you all. And presumably, the summer months, possibly you get better weather, but it's possibly busier at that time because of the school holidays and things. So you kind of have to balance that. that. But spring sounds great. We shall all be there in April for sure now. <laughs> Adele, we, I think we have time for one more question. Lucia mentioned earlier um, about her products having a focus on family travel as well. But uh, Helen wants to know who might be interested in a sane river cruise. Is there a typical guest that they should be looking for? Great question. We'll start with Jamie. I'm sure you have some insight into what your typical guest is. Yeah, so actually what, what we obviously it's it's the gardens, it's the art, it's the history. But actually what, what we're seeing is um, it's quite an active way of traveling. We've actually structured um, our seven-night Paris to the Havre itinerary whereby we offer the opportunity to cycle from one port to another and you can either do the scenic cruising, you can jump on the bike and follow the ship or you can do one of our included tours. So we're actually seeing um, a, a real active traveller. Um, of course there are those people that want to do the medieval history, that want to, to visit the beaches but um, for us it's, it's active but it, I think it's a very versatile destination, a very versatile river. So as Lucia said they have lots of families, we have intergenerational 
recreational travel as well. You've got your food and wineies. You've got a real spread of people. And I think the great thing about the Send is it's so accessible from the UK by air, by rail, um, that it, it really is open for, for everyone. Good stuff. Uh, John, just quickly, in terms of people's priorities, is, is the saying something that people will river cruise on first or will they try somewhere else and then kind of work their way through? Um, I think, it, uh, as we've said many times before, I think a lot of people do, if we're honest about it, do start off on the Rhine and the Danube. There's sort of the, uh, the starter cruises, if you like, for many people, um, just because they're seen as so iconic. Uh, but certainly within France, once people have got a taste for it, or even if they are uh, particularly, uh, they love the, the French culture, then the same is a very important part of it. So some people will be a first cruise, but for many it will probably be a second or a third. Um, the Rhone uh, is obviously very popular in terms of French river cruising. So it'll be a sort of a competition between the Rhone and the Seine in many cases. But I think it's been touched on throughout this uh, throughout this discussion. If people are really keen on the impressionists, um, it's the place to go. It is the premier cruise to do for 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 that, that for the art. So yeah, so a whole mixture, but probably second or third for many people. Excellent stuff. Well, look, you have, as Adele said, you have kind of wet our appetites for travel again, and we all can't wait to get back on those rivers. And what an amazing way to see this beautiful area of France on a river cruise. Thank you for listening to the Clear River View podcast this week. We have been discussing, of course, all things River Seine and a big thank you to our expert panel for joining me. You can listen back to previous episodes of the River View podcast via our website at cruising.org, where you'll also find a whole host of other information about all things cruise. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. We'll see you again next month.